I wouldn't say so. Because, like, if the... So, like, from what I got is, like, the pedal still works. It just doesn't fully open. Yes. Brother, just lift it up with your arms. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it, also, I don't know how big it is. If, I'm assuming that if it's, like, a, a trash can that three people use and it's, like, a kitchen one, I'm assuming it has to be pretty tall, like, up to the waist. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. What's the big fucking deal? It is episode 205 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast, and another installment of Kickback and Relax. Coming at you late on this Friday because me and Hayden both work full-time and we couldn't record throughout the week, so this just kind of is what it is. But we got a little entertainment kind of episode for ya. Uh, so maybe, uh, maybe some therapeutic session, as some might say. But, I'd say um, so. But yeah, if you want to follow the show, uh, click the link in the description. This is our Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at left side heavy underscore. All that jazz. You can find all some fun stuff there. But Hade, you worked today. I didn't. How's work <laughs> yeah. today? Oh, I almost fought one of my coworkers. And the worst part is he's like 80. So... <laughs> <laughs> Started this yeah. episode off hot. Hot man. Oh no, it was just like a yelling match. He was, he was fucking just getting on my nerves today about like some shit, basic shit that I've done for over a year and a half of my job, right? Yeah. And I get it. This guy has experience, all that, but it's like if you want to teach me, let me do it myself. Don't fucking baby me into like every micro like micromanage kind oh of oh my god dude like i've cut this one specifically i've cut so much laminate in the past year it's not even funny and i know how to properly measure like what i need to use for what pieces i should use yeah i've gotten very good at it uh-huh. it takes me a little bit of time but i'm also very new this guy's had yeah. like 60 years of experience maybe even more yeah and that was the first thing like he's checking just to make sure that i know what my sizes are and what i should be cutting it to and i'm like holy fuck dude do your own you told me to do something else because i i wanted to work originally on mounting drawer fronts and faces Mm -hmm. because he wanted to work on that piece for himself so i was like okay i'll cut laminate and i'll laminate um this tabletop or this countertop for you and he break immediately breaks off his fucking task and comes and watch me and it's like you're only just gonna make it worse <laughs> for myself yeah like fuck off man and then yeah i was routering off excess laminate sanding it just to make sure they get ready for the the actual laying laminate on the countertop and he just starts fucking going off at me about like I fucked things up, even though it was him who had cut 
like imperfections on his countertop. And I just wanted to fucking start screaming. And my foreman, luckily, he's so great at calming everyone down. He walks in there and he's like, oh, what, what, what's, what's wrong? What's wrong? Right. And he talked to the old guy first. And I just fucking went off and worked on my own projects that I was building, <laughs> even though it was on company time. <laughs> but my foreman understood. He's like, it's like sometimes I just let him. If whatever he's building, I just let him take full reins. I'm like, fair enough. But at the same time, I'm not going to be fucking pushed around. Yeah. So that's how it went towards the end of my day. Nice. But for the rest of it, it was all pretty good. So <laughs> what about that. yourself? Uh, not too bad. I worked yesterday. Yeah. And uh, as you know, yesterday... Basically, the Arctic Circle went over Ooh. Vancouver. It was very yep. chilly. I'm going to send you a video of work yesterday my captain took of me. Okay. I was working up by the ocean yesterday, which is kind of like Ooh. Richmond, Vancouver area by UBC. Yep. Like just past the airport. I'm going to send you this video. This isn't even the worst of what it was, conditions-wise. All right. Are you sending it via Snapchat? Text. Send it Snapchat. It's better. Oh, it's sent. But it might say sent, but it'll be trash, my guy. Come on. I did get the video, but it's a little bit blurry, but I'll try and I'll send it to you on Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. This is just not watchable. Yeah, Snapchat's so much better. Androids. Jesus Christ. So, like, that was not even the worst of what it was for, like, the first half of the day. There's, like, four-foot chops and stuff, and, like, it was super windy. Oh, my and God. Yeah, I was like the first time I've worked in those conditions. So I was like, obviously kind of learning on the go on how to do kind of coordinate myself. If you stand on one individual stick, you have to have insane balance to stay up. So I was just trying to work from another boom to try and get this tie off. Mm -hmm. But 10 minutes later, we have to tie off at this um this pipe. He's like, I right, throw a wire on. Try and get in the ring or just like on the side stick, whatever you can. I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, try to get in the ring though. I'm like, all right, sounds good. <laughs> so I get the wire, pull it up, and uh, he's like, be careful. It's aggressive. And I'm like, I can tell. I can yeah. see. It. I have a set of eyes. <laughs> Doesn't look fun out there. I get up and the fucking bundles are like going like this, and I'm on it, like kind of riding it like a surfer. And I'm like, Jesus, right? So it settles down for like 30 seconds. So mm -hmm. I quickly pull the wire up, pull the wire up. I see it. I'm like, all right. So I get, I pull it over in the direction. I kind of have to do like an obstacle course because I don't want to jump around and like walk on one individual stick for a long period of time in case an aggressive, and like I, comes. yeah, and I fucking fly in. So I go. Try and get it on the ring. The wind comes back and the waves are like super, super choppy. And this tail stick is just going absolutely crazy, right? <laughs> Crazier than that video. And I'm like, 
go for the ring. Go, I see the ring right there staring at me in the face. So I try and like one foot on the stick, reach for it. It's going crazy. I kind of slip, quickly jump back on a bundle, grab the wire again, try and go on. And my foot slips and I freaking fall in. Oh, so I get back up and I'm like, not going to the ring. And so I just like kind of, I choke it on the side stick, do whatever I can do. I didn't really like choke it properly. Like I choked it in a way that is okay, but it's not ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, I get like, let me know if you understand this. The logs like here. Right, and the pipes are on the inside of it. Mm-hmm. You want to drop it on the outside of the stick and pick it up on the inside. So yeah, that, that makes it, that makes so sense. That, yeah, so that it chokes it. Kind of like a knot, right? Yeah, so that yeah. like, because you want it to choke. If we dropped it on the inside and picked it up on the outside and shackled it, it, it would, would just be slide. Loose. It would yeah. just slide, right? So I did outside to in, but the boom kept, um, blowing like inside of the pipes. So from that perspective, it looks like I went outside to like I did it completely opposite. So it wasn't really tightening with the way it was like blowing and setting and stuff like in along the wire. So Mm -hmm. I was just hoping I'm like, please don't like. I hope this is fine. But he kept saying he's like, be in a safe situation, do whatever you can do. Don't stand on a stick if you don't have to. Yeah. Like so I did it from not having to stand on a stick so i'm like this is it i'm, this is fucking, it. I'm getting out of it yep. <laughs> 20 minutes late i totally thought that it slid like into the corner chain which is now like impossible to undo we went back it was still in the same spot i'm like all right we're chilling for now not my problem anymore fuck it <laughs> and then it started snowing at about yeah. 3 30 and it was freezing cold it started snowing at 3 30 for you eh yeah that late oh. It yeah. was it was snowing like in Poco around like twelve thirty one o'clock. Yeah, it started snowing a bit later. Maybe Jeez. not three thirty. Maybe around like two. But, um, yeah, it was freezing. But that was like the only battle really, and our heater wasn't working on the boat. Oh. Like only like the foot one, kind of. That's shitty. And it was like on the opposite side of the wheelhouse from me. So it wasn't as warm as it could be in there. <laughs> so that kind of sucked. But anything was warmer than out there because there was no That's wind in facts. the wheelhouse. So yeah. like I was still warming up because at least one heater was on. as much. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. So, I get but that. like it, it was still working because I was wearing my rain gear all day. Even though like it wasn't raining for the first half, it was freezing. I had like a ski mask on basically because mm-hmm. like... Yeah, it was just, it was a really chilly day. So, yeah, then I got the day off today. I don't know what the next few days are looking like because it works really slow. And one of our mills, that's like kind of right by our work, yeah. they like shut down until like the 22nd of January, which is like, basically if they shut down, the captain I was working with, he was like, you better start looking for a new job if they shut down. I'm like, like fully if they yeah. fully shut down. Yeah, he's like, start looking for a new job because we may as well turn into a barge company and not even do logs. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like a huge part of like our work. Like, why would they just shut down? 
a lot of mills do just like uh just like not enough money coming in or whatever like i don't know it's That's just like weird considering how much work there is yeah huh. but yeah work's really slow right now so i'm only like usually a, a seven on seven off yeah it's typical for a job and like i don't get that kind of schedule until like a few months at least mm -hmm. i'm new and they're just like you work when we need you kind of thing yeah and like we'll schedule but i've been doing like three on two off for quite a bit yeah just like because no, i weird... remember you said you're schedule. doing seven on seven off but then it's like some days when we record it's like i swear to god you should be working right now yeah so <laughs> yeah like my captain asked dispatch guy yesterday he's like is Jevin working tomorrow and he said no and i checked the board and my name was basically just thrown on the board just like sporadically yeah like not associated to any job date or captain or boat mm -hmm. or anything so yeah. i'm like because it sucks about being the new guy yeah because last time my name was under call in which basically means i have to call work and see if see if you they need... need work yeah kind of thing am i working tomorrow am i working tonight how can i go about my day so that i'm not Fucking surprised yeah my name wasn't on that it was just in a blank box alone <laughs> and i'm like okay i don't know all what, right yeah i mean like it's friday night i don't want to be like i mean if it's like 9 30 p.m and you text me you're working at 6 a.m tomorrow i'm gonna be like brother yeah, i know i'm new but you got to give me some time here like i yeah, texted him about i texted him half an hour ago asking if i work tomorrow he hasn't texted me back yet but we'll see. So, oh, yeah. Hoping for the best for you, my guy. Trying to get good at this job in the winter time. <laughs> Not easy. Well, I remember we were talking about it when you first got this job. We we're like, well, you're heading into the worst time of the year. So if you can do it, then you can do it in the summer. If <laughs> I can be at my worst in the worst conditions, I think I could be decent. Yeah. But I feel I like, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see. You're being thrown right into like the fire. Yeah. Except it's the water. <laughs> yeah. Quite literally the opposite of fire, but fair enough. Yeah. And quite literally, yeah. But uh well, what a day. What a day, brother. All but right. yeah, why don't you uh let us well, know what we're first, doing today? First, before anything, purely circumstantial. Jevin LaFave, in the time that we have recorded mm -hmm. to now, the the Patriots have fired and hired a new coach. So I just want to get your input and maybe just let the people know how, you, how you're feeling because I don't think we can wait till next Wednesday. Yeah, that's a good point. So New England and Bill Belichick mutually parted ways. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm going to go with. They both said, hey, let's go in a new different direction. I don't think Robert Kraft actually called Bill into his office and said, hey, you're fired. Because I feel like he just wouldn't do that to a guy who took him to like many Super Bowls. Yeah, 24 seasons, a third of them pretty much to the promised land. Yeah, so yeah. I do think they both kind of understood that this team kind of needs a fresh slate. Agreed. Just 
new mindset going into kind of drafting teams, coaching them, bringing mm -hmm. bring your own staff pretty much and kind of just give this organization a cleanse, for lack of a better word. So yeah. I understand it's like a bittersweet moment letting Bill go because he is one of the greatest coaches, if not the greatest coach of all time. He's had He had such an incredible run. Whether you want to say it was Bill or Brady, you can't deny his greatness. He's, I think he's capable of going down as the most winningest coach in NFL history. If he, I think you just got to give him a few more seasons and he'll do that. Mm -hmm. I thought Kraft was going to keep him on until he did that with New England. Yeah. But I think if there is a time to let him go, it's Probably now. No. Yeah. Because there's a huge draft pick coming up <laughs> and yes. with a lot at stake <laughs> and i think it's important to get a fresh set like it's just a fresh this look completely at it. changes the draft and how you see it now well yeah like i honestly wouldn't have been surprised if we drafted a tackle or traded back mm -hmm. like i think a, a qb or marvin harrison jr at three is really important for us I'm like, I'm just kind of looking forward to see how Gerard Mayo does as the coach. I thought we'd maybe take a run at Vrabel, but then I kind of heard succession clauses and stuff like that. And yeah, Mayo as head coach was kind of talked about ever since like a couple of years ago. I I heard it mm -hmm. from like a rumor kind of thing. So it didn't surprise me to because you kind of have to um turn around quick with the timing like Absolutely. hey we have important stuff to look forward to bill we love you thank you so much for your time and it's true like bill is like he is cemented as one of the greatest patriots of all time absolutely and it sucks to see him go um i'm happy at how much happiness he brought me like i'm thankful for that he was a great coach. He drafted some of the best, Gronk, Brady. Like he drafted a shit ton that are like Hernandez. Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how we both went exactly yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Hernandez, Mac Jones, basically in the same sort of talked about this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. There, there obviously in 24 years, there is going to be some highest of highs. And there's going to be some lowest of lows. Oh, yeah. Like drafting draft bus, Harry. Yeah, Nikhil Harry in the first. Uh, or DK Metcalf. Yeah, a third round tackle in the first, you know. The it usual. just happens. Yeah, so, I get that. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited for this new regime that's coming to New England. Absolutely. Hopefully it doesn't blow up in our faces because that would suck. We're hoping. But, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Uh, should be okay. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, just like, thank you, Bill. It was a great run. And unfortunately, it's it's okay to say, hey, the run's over. Like Saban in Alabama and Carroll in Seattle. Like Huge. Pete Carroll, I think both coaches were great. I think Seattle was still 
competitive with Carroll as opposed to the Patriots being competitive with Bill. Agreed. So I was more surprised at Pete Carroll leaving mm-hmm. than, than Belichick. Bill. Yeah. Because I just think Belichick's uh, systems and thought process is kind of cooked and outdated where you kind of need a new direction to go. Yeah. And need someone else at the helm to make the decisions. So that didn't really surprise me. I wouldn't have minded trying to trade Bill, pull a Sean Payton kind of thing. Yeah, considering that he uh, had signed a new deal prior to the season. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, and then, fuck, you could say the same thing about Vrabel, but then the Texans come out and just say that it's too much paperwork. The Titans. yeah, the Titans came out and they didn't want to trade Vrabel because it would have been too hard and too much paperwork. You're telling me that six other teams <laughs> wouldn't be on the phone right away? Are you fucking kidding me? Absolutely, dude. Four like, winning seasons in six years, an AFC championship. How many? T- four division titles? Yeah, something like that. Like, absolutely disrespectful. I, yeah. I just. And uh, then, you know. And a coach see... of the year. That's the one I forgot. You see those coaches fired, and then you look around and you just see Dennis Allen, and he's just poking his head out. And, hey, how's it going? And Matt then you e- like, and Matt Eberflus, he's just out there chilling, like, oh, oh, dude, two people who should not have jobs in this world as head coaches right now, and that's Matt Eberflus and Dennis Allen. They stick out like sore thumbs, and it is terrible. Yeah, I, I would just... not have Arthur Smith being in the same. Fired class as Bill Belichick. As Bill Belichick, yeah. <laughs> Imagine, yeah. No, that, but, that's absolutely insane. No, yeah, we're 10 days into, or 12 days into January, and there's, the league's been cooking right now. Oh, dude, it's and, Black Monday? No, 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 Black <laughs> Black Week. Yeah, actually, exactly. After, like, it's just insane. So before we get into this, Jeff, we'll make a graphic of this. Top three landing spots, where do you think Belichick's landing? Um, Atlanta would be so funny. I just, I, I don't even know. Like, Atlanta would be, I hilarious. think, hey, sorry, I beat you t- uh, in the Super Bowl coming back down 25 See, points, but I'm the captain now. Is it bad that I kind of want him to go because I know how bad of a drafter he is? <laughs> that would just be hilarious if it's just right. Like, like, they need a quarterback, they're not going to take one. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say Chargers doesn't surprise me. Okay. Washington's kind of confusing. Agreed. Because hey, like, they have the number two pick. They do have the number two pick, and that's a lot of capital, draft capital Absolutely. that Belichick can get out of trading out of that spot. <laughs> With the Pats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine. That would be hilarious. Um I don't think the Raiders, because I definitely think they should keep uh, Pierce. Antonio Pierce. I definitely think they should keep him. He has the right energy for uh, Vegas. Yeah, like I, I really, I really like him there. I don't think they should really do anything. Um, I wouldn't. I was gonna say like maybe he does like a GM role, but he's also seventy-one years old. So yeah. I don't know if he'd actually do that. 
But it's also so close to the record for coach wins. Yeah, like why would you give up do that? I think probably the Chargers, Commanders, and the Titans. All right. We'll make a graphic on that. Yeah. And we'll that's, see what happens. That's my guess, but we'll see. It's like there's so many different directions you can kind of go. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. All right. What about you? What do you think? Do you, have, uh, do you have any input or is it just like a general yeah. graphic? No, no, definitely. I think I think it could be Chargers as well. Chargers would be my top spot. Uh, and then I would, I would probably go Atlanta just because they have a lot of key pieces and they, they could be really good in a year or two. Yeah. And that seems very attractive. And if you go there with the eighth overall pick and you're just like, Hey, let's get a quarterback. Like if we have, if we have time to get, you know, Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix, someone with at least that caliber. Why not take him? And then I have a surprise team. I think it could be Dallas. If Dallas doesn't perform in the playoffs, this is why I put him at three. If Dallas doesn't perform in the playoffs, I think Jerry Jones says, fuck off, Mike McCarthy. We need a winner in here. We have a playoff roster. It's proven every year. They come to the playoffs. Get someone in there who could could actually take take over the reins and... Get them to the chip. And it's another kind of historical franchise he can kind of attach Absolutely. His name to. Absolutely. So, if yeah, if Dallas doesn't perform this year, uh, it's basically Super Bowl or bust at that point. If they don't make it to the Super Bowl, I easily think McCarthy could be gone by the end of the year. I think he should have already been gone. I agree. <laughs> I think it's honest. the I think it's the players really saving saving him right now, but that's just me. Yeah. But anywho, other than that, glad we cleared up a big chunk of that episode right there with some sports talk. We needed to get that off. Uh, we'll talk about more. We'll talk about it more later uh, next week. But Jev, for this episode of Kick Back and Relax, we are going to be therapists. All right. All right? And we are going to dive deep into the dark web that is known as Reddit. All right. There's a lot of subreddits on here. And the one that we're going to be looking at today is r slash relationship underscore advice and r slash A-I-T-A. Am I the asshole? Oh, I love am I the assholes. If you need advice, this is a place to come. Not the <laughs> yeah. place to come. But a place. It's a place. Yeah, I <laughs> it's agree. Like, so it's like he's a player of all time. Not the greatest player of all time, but he's, he's a player. Just, of all- He's a player. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I agree. We uh, we are those guys. Uh, if you ever wanted a white man's opinion on uh, anything sort of relationship advice, then we're we're your guys. 
I definitely <laughs> want to dive deep into the am I the assholes though. I I I, I, I want a huge chunk of those. Those so, are fucking awesome. We'll do two relationship advices because a lot of them are kind of unique, but then the am cool, I the cool. assholes love seeing their stories. Cool, cool. So <clears throat> we'll start off with this one. All right. I, 19 female, my boyfriend, uh, 24 male, started watching misogynistic dating videos. How do I show him the truth? Two weeks ago, my boyfriend found this Alexander Grace guy on YouTube, and things have started to go bad. He is the typical YouTuber only talking about women, how many of them are crazy, how they don't respect men, low-quality, high-quality women. Unfortunately, my boyfriend started taking his word very, very seriously. It just bugs me very much because he started behaving so different. We can't stop fighting. Of course, I am to blame as well because we were having a fight over jewelry and I just couldn't accept it and kept belittling his hatred towards it. However, these past few days, he has been sending me so many videos of this person telling me I must watch them. So I changed myself. He's been telling me how I should take the man's point of view and that I can't understand it because I'm a woman. It's been so, so, so overwhelming to keep up and see how he is changing. He started calling me entitled and can't accept that I don't find the YouTuber helpful in any way. I feel our relationship is doomed. What should I do? <laughs> so I'm going to say immediately, uh, your boyfriend has not grown up yet. <laughs> no. I think that's as toxic as a man can get. Like, I don't know. Misogyny, like, grosses me out. I think there's a difference between like in being like severely sarcastic and joking about it in the right setting. Mm -hmm. Like I think some comedians kind of pull it off well, where you can definitely tell that what he's saying is to get a laugh out of people and like insinuate a joke. But for guys who genuinely believe that a YouTuber is correct on that the man is always right and you should definitely take his side at all times. And forcing his significant other to watch it because she needs to in order to be a better person is kind of wild to me. Mm -hmm. And I would like kind of try to find a different road or like a different kind of perspective on it that you can chirp him about it in front of your friends so that he's embarrassed Ooh, embarrass him that's a good one yeah because honestly like my frustrations would get to that point and be like you wanted me to do this kind of thing like like mm -hmm. try to call him out in a certain way and see if it'll kind of change his view on, like, why the fuck did you embarrass me? And you're like, well, you're acting like... Like an ass. A, yeah, like a loser recently, so... It's kind of crazy to say, because we are both 24-year-old males. Yeah. If you haven't figured out by now that maybe watching an influencer who <laughs> does this probably just for clout isn't just a facade bro like you need to grow up and this this 19 year old girl i feel like she's being 
taken advantage of here because this is probably like her first serious relationship, you know, past the teen years. It seems like from what I can tell, I don't know. They they haven't said how long they've been dating, but surely you didn't grow up with this guy considering the age gap. Yeah. So, yeah, I absolutely do think, Jeff, you're on the right track by embarrassing him, making him kind of take a step back and being belittled because there's no way the the female in this situation is ever going to get through to him just from herself. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. I think the belittling route, that's a perfect word that you said, is like a petty, like a very understandable petty move mm-hmm. and something that I'm here for. Absolutely. So problem solved. <laughs> Look at us go. Yeah, we're we're hot already. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine he says something. What about your small ass dick? <laughs> just like has nothing to do with the topic. It's just like completely just call out culture for no reason. It's just like, well, maybe it's not exactly what we meant, but I guess he took it, our advice. Kind I of. Guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh all right. Uh let's try and find another one here. Oh. I had a juicy one, but the story is just way too long. So, oh, okay. Oh, this this one, this one. Oh, okay. Short one, but pretty good. Right. My girlfriend, 20 female, suddenly doesn't want to sleep with me, 22 male. Am I worrying about nothing? Me and my girlfriend have been together for just over four months and usually have sex every time we see each other. So about three to four Brag. times a week. Yeah, weird flex. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For the last three times I've seen her, she pushes me away. Any advances I make, she's not on her period brackets. I asked her why she's doing it, and she says she's nervous but won't really give me an answer. I don't understand why she's suddenly nervous when we've been sleeping together for months. It's starting to make me feel low and unattractive. Other than the sex, everything else seems to be normal. Uh, seems to be normal she still wants to see me and shows affection with words am i worrying about nothing i've never had a past relationship where this has happened uh i'll start right now just from reading this i think she thinks just because you guys have only been dating for four months i think that maybe she thinks that you're just in it for the sex Mm -hmm. but on another hand you're a 22 year old dude <laughs> this is like the prime months or years of our lives when we're like ravages over sex and sometimes it's bad but i think maybe you're overwhelming her yeah with how much you do want to have sex and not just hey instead of having sex today let's go out yeah yeah, because I think if you kind of show other sides of you other than just peer peer intimacy, then it might kind of, you know, take some weight off her shoulders, I guess. And you never know it. People can kind of, everyone's different. And like, I, I'm on the side that he's kind of worrying about nothing. Because everyone's different and anyone can kind of go into a certain state of mood within 
and be like that for two months. Like, mm-hmm. it could be a while that people are just in a mood where, like, I don't want to do this right now. And it can go on for a while. Like, yeah. everything else about it. Like, you don't, people's mentality change. Maybe they, it's just not fun for her right now anymore. Like, people are different. And sometimes if you kind of show, like, security sounds harsh because I don't want to call him, like, insecure at all. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty deep word to call someone. But, like, if you kind of show some security about it and just kind of show some under- show some understanding, then it might, like, open her up a bit and, like, kind of take the nerves off of her if mm-hmm. you're just constantly pushing. If you just don't even try for, like, a long time. Maybe not a long time, but, like, a while. For a bit. Yeah. You just don't even try. Then it'll it probably might, come naturally. Yeah. And then it'll come naturally and kind of you'll be back on the tracks again. So I think worrying about nothing, just don't try to push it too hard because then I think it'll be over before it gets better. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Glad we're on the same page about these things. Conflict of interest. Now that could be a little. <laughs> yeah. Con- that could be more content, but you know what? Sometimes when the answers are there right in front of you, you just have to agree on them. Amen. So that was a couple of relationship advices. Uh, if anyone reaches out to us and say that they like that segment, please take it and run know. with it, buddy. Take yeah. it and run with it. <laughs> let us know if you like it. Yeah. I like reading these stories and maybe talking about them uh, via one-on-one, you know, every kickback and relax or so. Why not? Yeah. We'll move into Am I the Assholes? Yeah. Mm. We'll do a couple of these stories. Absolutely. So we got one here already. Uh, Like the, the, the top caption. All right. I'll just read it. Okay. Am I the asshole for refusing to attend my father's wedding? (laughs) (laughs) This should be good. I, 18 male, lost my mom seven months ago to cancer. She had been sick for three years, and in the last two months, we found out my dad had been having an affair almost the entire time she was sick. My mom was absolutely destroyed by the news when she learned it, and what's worse is my dad's affair partner wanted to try and straighten things out. Before my mom died, oh, before my mom died, sorry, there was no comma, I thought that was the end of the sentence. Uh, My dad was kicked out of the house, and my mom changed her funeral plans and everything so that my dad would not be able to go. She changed her will and went out of her way to ensure I would be getting everything and not him. She set it up in a way where my aunt would have a temporary guardianship over it or whatever it's called, and my dad could not get his hands on it in that way either. She was very clear that she had not wanted my dad with someone else while she was alive and would not act like things were okay after either. When my mom died, it was the most painful time in the world for me, and I'm still processing life without her. I also hate my dad for the harm he caused her during my mom's final months. The fact is, he made it 10,000 times harder than it ever needed to be, all because he couldn't remain faithful to her in life. He got engaged to his affair partner the week my mom died. They decided to wait until my mom was gone a year to try and save some of his reputation 
but I have hardly anything to do with him. And anything I do have to do with him is because he makes the effort and he reaches out. He wanted me to know he was engaged and he wanted he wanted me to meet his other woman. And he forced those things on me. I told them that if they thought they were worthy of being grandparents, which they mentioned, then they need to think again. Then they tried to guilt me with a sob story of how she was widowed for many years and her kids all turned their backs on her and took her grandkids away because they were disgusted with her for moving on. Didn't move me one bit. But my dad's family are kind of pissed that I'm drawing such a hard line at the wedding. They already know people judge my dad and think it would be way better if I was there. My dad also thinks I am talk or I am taking his relationship with my mom out on him instead of judging based off of how he was as my dad. But I stand by a dad who makes their kids uh, loss of their other parent harder than it needs to be is not a good dad. And he made losing my mom so much harder. I'm hearing from so many family members that I need to go to the wedding and I'm wrong to say no. Am I the asshole? Absolutely not. I wouldn't (laughs) fucking go anywhere near him. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't go out of my way to have a conversation with him to say that he cheated on her while in the midst of battling cancer and then got engaged to her the same week she died and you expect me to go there and be happy for you like that to me is just manipulative sociopath behavior it's insane yeah like and then how do you knowingly put your partner in that position it's like hey I, you are my side piece when I was cheating on her. Now she's dead. My kids know about you. Probably despise you. He's coming over and I'm making you meet him. How is like anyone supposed to really like move on happy? Knowing like the history, the recent history that's just happened. Like to me, that's insane that he is obligated to go to the wedding just because of the relationship. Meanwhile, it doesn't seem that there's any sort of relationship there at all. Yeah, no, it's it's tough. And I can kind of relate this situation to my own parents and all that. Nothing to the sort of extent of how serious, but when my parents got divorced, I asked for them, for me, a 13 year old if they could not see anyone for a year just so I can get my bearings on the whole situation of life without having married parents yeah and my dad being my dad went and met a girl literally the next month in Vegas and started dating her two months later and I hated him for that yeah I was like it just seems like you were so ready to move on from my mom and it really hurt me and I told him about it and obviously like he's he said he's sorry and like he didn't know but I'm like I told you so I know you're just like doing you're gonna do whatever you're gonna do and that's why in some situations I can't take my dad seriously yeah because I know he's gonna do what he's gonna do and if you're 
if this is your dad, uh, for, like saying that he wants you to come, to the, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that guy. Fuck that woman. That woman, like, is just as bad too. How could like, if she knows the circumstances now? How does she have any sort of dignity marrying this man? It's insane. <laughs> you don't think that he's going to cheat on you if you start dying? Like, what the fuck? It's insane. Oh, my God. No, I I, I don't like that. Not the Not asshole. No. Not an asshole. All right. We got another one here. Am I the asshole for accepting free drinks even though I have a boyfriend? I, 24 female, went out with uh, my friends, uh, including Eden, to a bar yesterday. Don't know who Eden is, but I guess we'll find out. Eden found out that her boyfriend had an affair and had been quite upset this past week. Wow, a lot of affairs. Uh, to cheer her up, a bunch of us decided to dress up and go to a nice bar. Eden approached a group of guys and started talking to one of them at the bar, and he bought us a round of shots and had them reviewed uh to our table before we could say anything i also drank two drinks before that shot so i was nearing tipsy i am a lightweight so i decided to cut myself off after another drink eden insisted on us all staying for another round and i don't really remember how much i had after that however we all left together and i got my boyfriend ted to pick me up from the station today i told ted about last night and included the guy who bought us around and ted got upset as accepting the drink made it look like I was available. I told Ted that I didn't speak to any of the guys at the bar, and he bought the drinks for Eden's sake. Not me. I just want an outside perspective. Uh, ETA, when I said I don't remember how much I had after, I do remember I had two more drinks after the shop, but I don't know how much alcohol was in them as I didn't order them. Me and my friends were buying rounds. I do remember the whole night otherwise. So I think this is more on the boyfriend being insecure because if Georgia was getting free drinks, I'd be like, hey, can he get me one? Absolutely. So <laughs> it's like, girl, I know how much drinks cost at the bar. If you can get them for free, get them. As long as you... Like, there's obviously a gray area. Like, I think natural jealousy occurs. But, like, also, it's just, like, like if you're not going too deep into the character of trying to get free drinks, then it's like, all right, relax, just spend the $7.99 on your vodka crayon. Like, it's not that deep. But also, like, if he's willingly offering to buy you drinks when you're not trying to make any sort of, like, advances, especially in this girl's situation, when she's out with friends, her friend is bringing guys over and they're buying the whole group around of drinks and you're just a part of it. That's a nothing burger. In Absolutely. My like that's yeah. literally nothing to get mad at. You saved money. Damn. Sorry, sweetheart. I like, I don't know. There's obviously there is a great situation. Yeah, it's situational. The drinks. Yeah, it's situational. Absolutely. How hard are you trying to get free drinks? Because mm -hmm. at that point, it's like, all right, 
now you you're making step, it. Yeah, like if you go any step further, you're going to be making a mistake and this relationship could be over because it's like, how far are you trying to go for this free drink? But if you're just standing there, he asks, hey, can I buy you a drink? I'd be like, uh, sure. Yeah. Thanks. And then like <laughs> yeah. after the transaction's already done, I'm be like, all right, I'm going to go back to my girlfriend. And then just like completely buzzkill his or her idea Absolutely. There and just be like, appreciate the rum and coke. Thanks. Yeah. Absolutely. If you can get free drinks without trying to really make it look like you're hitting on a person, or, yeah. you know, like you go up, you have a talk with them, a drunk talk. We all have drunk talks with random fucking people. And they're like, hey, can I buy you a drink? And you're like, sure. What the hell? And I buy you a drink. All right. Thanks. And then walk away. No, I don't care. Like, yeah. absolutely. I get what you're saying. Drinks are expensive, man. If you're, if any guy is willing to shell out seven bucks for a random person that they met at a bar, let it be a woman or a man and vice versa. Yeah. If a woman does that to a man, then who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like George just texted me once. Uh, if you don't like she had girls in a tap house or something like that or like mm -hmm. somewhere else she was like yeah um this guy bought me claudia kelly a drink and i'm like dope damn broke his bank with that one right there but then if news came back to me that georgia had to severely make a ton of moves to get that free drink i'd be like all right now we have to have a conversation absolutely but if you're just telling me yeah we were just in a group and some guy offered to buy us drinks. I'm like, save when you can, you know? Absolutely. The economy sucks right now. Drinking on a budget. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's like yeah. not that's like not eating and then drinking like three drinks just to feel like, oh, I really feel yeah. something now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Next one. Am I the asshole? My roommate says I should be the one to pay for a new trash can. I, 21 female, live in an off-campus house with two other roommates. This conversation happened between one of them, the 22-year-old female. A few, a few weeks ago, my boyfriend was over and he stepped on the trash can pedal to open the lid. And a piece of the plastic broke off. The lid now opens only halfway. Not all the way like it did before, but it still works perfectly fine. I told my roommate what happened and she insisted on getting a new trash can. I told her the one we have now works just fine. But if she wants to get a new one, then I will pitch in on it. The trash can is just a regular step pedal trash can. She said it was a few years old. It also has some rusting on it. It was bound to break at any point, And one of us could have easily broken it off if we had stepped on it too hard. They're not meant to last forever. She sent me 63 or $65. Oh, uh, wait, wait. A $65. Oh, she sent me a, yeah, a $65 trash can that I thought was entirely too expensive. But ultimately, I was willing to split it between the three of us, her, uh, me, her, and our third roommate. A few nights ago, she texted me, and this conversation happened. She asked if I could send her money for the trash can and, uh, and said it's $45. I divided this by three and sent her 15 She told me that I was mistaken, and I, ho I owe her $45. Her reasonings for me paying this is because my boyfriend was the one who broke it, and it was hers that she bought, uh, brought from her previous apartment. She said she was being nice for even offering to pay $15 for it. 
She also said that she wasn't going to ask our third roommate to pay for it at all because it wasn't her fault that it broke. She claimed that the one uh, we have now she paid $60 for, but I found the exact one at Walmart for $35. So I believe this was a lie. I responded to her with my reasonings. I ultimately told her I will send her $15 more, 30 total, because that is the value of the trash can that we have now. I am completing an internship, internship, sorry, and not working at the moment. So $45 is not something I want to spend my limited money on to simply throw our garbage away. I'd just be paying for an upgraded trash can that she would ultimately keep when we move out. I also don't see why it's not fair for our third roommate to pitch in if she wants an upgraded trash can because it's a shared item that we all use in the home. I could ask my boyfriend to send me send me money for it, but I don't think my boyfriend should have to pay for it at all personally. At the end of the day, he doesn't live here, and it was just an accident, and that happened from the regular wear and tear to a trash can. Am I the so asshole? I wouldn't say so. Because, like, if the... So, like, from what I got is, like, the pedal still works. It just doesn't fully open. Yes. Brother, just lift it up with your arms. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it, also, I don't know how big it is. If, I'm assuming that if it's, like, a, a trash can that three people use and it's, like, a kitchen one, I'm assuming it has to be pretty tall, like, up to the waist. Yeah. So... Yeah, absolutely. What's the big fucking deal of just using the garbage itself to like hoist the lid open and drop it in? Dude, like if it's opening halfway and your complaint does your complaining doesn't open another twenty-five degrees, twenty-seven degrees, like grow up. Absolutely. Like yeah. that is just and also, like, yeah, like, DK, Devin Kumar, mm. he broke my driver at the driving range. Mm -hmm. That driver was once worth $250, but that was probably back in 2013. I bought it for $90 in 2016. Yeah. I'm not going to charge him $200 for my driver when it's name worth that much. Mm -hmm. If that trash can she saw at Walmart is worth $30 and she's asking for like, she paid 60 for it. I ain't giving you $60 when no. you've had it for so long. I'll give you maybe a discounted price. I think offering $30 for it was more than fair. Absolutely. My boyfriend accidentally broke it when using it for its purpose. If he straight up Gronk smashed, Gronk spiked it onto the kitchen floor and broke it, then yeah, I'll pay for it 100%. He's not mm -hmm. using it. But when he's actually using it for its purpose and it breaks, shit happens, bro. It's still open. Absolutely. Use your fucking arms the way they're supposed to and throw it in yourself. How lazy are you? Like, that just frustrates me. Looking at the prices of trash cans, uh, I see that I think it actually was a smaller one. Uh, they seem to go in like a range of like fifteen to twenty five dollars is like the small bathroom ones. Uh, twenty five to seventy are like the medium size, and then seventy and up are like the big 
garbage cans, like the ones that can hold 13 to 15 gallons. So seeing as how it's somewhere in like the $60 range, if they wanted to upgrade, then understandably so, all three roommates should pitch in on it. Yeah. And then if someone wants to buy them out when they leave, have at her. 100%. I just it, don't think it's worth fighting over no money when it's still like working to an extent. Like I think that's just a waste of everyone's yeah. time and energy. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Like yeah. Yeah, it only opens halfway, but you're saying it still opens. That's your first mistake. Like, exactly. I'm just a huge advocate of why waste time arguing about something that literally doesn't need to happen. Yeah. Let me just fucking go watch the Canucks game while being stress-free. Like, this is pissing me off that we're even, like, fighting about this this much. Like, so, <laughs> no, I don't think that girl is the asshole for, like, kind of standing up for herself. No. In a sense. No, I completely agree. Like, if it was something more major, like, you broke the TV and it doesn't fucking work or something like that, then, yeah, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to get a new TV. But a fucking trash can? Why are you wasting your time about that? You can find an empty bin. Yeah, Like, you can literally put a garbage bag in a laundry basket and it works just as fucking (laughs) well. Absolutely. It might, like, you know, it might, it might be a little smelly and you might have to like clean it a little extra, but it does the same shit. You get a cardboard box from Amazon, put a bag around it and be like, boom. It's amazing Actually, how literally anything can be a garbage can. Yeah. Like you don't need to be all high and mighty for uh, a fucking trash can. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Last one. Yeah. Last one. Am I the asshole for telling my friend what happened at her fian- uh, fiance's bachelor party? Ooh. Mm. I, 26 female, am childhood friends with James, 27 female. Interesting name for a woman. We have been best friends since preschool. Over the years, we have drifted. We uh, went to different universities, but we then worked in the same city and shared mutual friends. James is marrying Hope next month, so my boyfriend Seb and I got invited to his bachelor party. I was on the night shift, so I stayed to show show face for an hour and didn't drink, went home to get ready for work. As I was leaving for work, Seb came in and was tipsy, telling me he left at the uh, as the casino turned into the guys heading to a strip club. All right. Hope invited me to her bachelorette. Okay, I think James is actually the male. I think she messed up here because Hope invited me to her bachelorette party. So Hope is the woman. James is the man. I think I got that because I don't think a dude would be named Hope and a girl would name be named James. Yeah, I don't I mean, think so either. I have a funny story for you after. Continue. Fair enough. Hope invited me to her bachelorette party, which was nice of her as we aren't very close, but she's lovely. I had a great time, and she, at the end, asked whose bachelor party was better. I was quite tipsy and must have mentioned the strip club, which I thought was a non-issue, and James must have mentioned it to Hope, but he hadn't, and they had a huge fight. I don't think I'm in the wrong, but even Seb said it's not my relationship, so I should have minded my own business and said nothing, 
especially as we don't know what happened at the strip club. Uh, it's 2024. I don't really think going to a, if you're in a relationship and your bachelor party involves going to a strip club, unless both have talked about it, don't see the, don't see the point in it. No, at but, all. no but I also think that like, personal maybe it's unfair for me to say from like any from a woman's perspective but i would almost expect a stripper to be present at a bachelor party or bachelor weekend at any moment like either for either party yes fair enough like i'm not saying like when i'm walking into a bachelor party I'm not fully saying, all right, where is she? Where are they? (laughs) But like, if it happens, I'm almost like, this is like almost not a standard, but it's a common occurrence at a bachelor party. I don't personally think it's anything to get mad about. Because the best thing I see on like Instagram comments is like, damn, bro, you must think the stripper actually likes you. It's like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I just don't necessarily think it's a problem. And I can understand, mind you, don't really spread any information. You don't need to s- let him break the news. Don't assume he has. So I can understand that. So maybe it's like, like I don't think it's a bad thing, but I see it both ways. Like, I don't think she's an asshole for saying, yeah, they're at a strip club. Because in my opinion, I think Hope should have kind of expected that. Mm. See, that's that's where it kind of gets, that's where the, the line kind of crosses. Because in my opinion, like, if let's say Shaden and I were to get married, I already know she's not comfortable with a, like a, a stripper showing up. So that's the first thing I'm going to say is she's not comfortable with it. So let's not, please, let's not try and have this, right? If that ever comes up. But on the other hand, for me, if, you know, she were to ask, like, could, uh, would it be bad if I had a, a stripper at my party? I'd be like, no, I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, as long as you don't fucking Again, with like the same sort of conversation we had last advances kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah, if you don't make any advances on it, and nothing gets too rowdy to the point where it's like you're fucking him, (laughs) then I'm not that insecure to where I'm not worried about what happens. You know, I trust my partner. I trust that she wouldn't do something that berating over something so silly. You know, and uh, so I get where you're coming from. I just feel like both parties need to come to a talk about it and an agreeance. And as soon as that happens, I say anything's fair game. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I've i talked to, and obviously every girl's different and stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, I think it's just like, come to a common ground. And if you both discuss, just kind of let things fly. Just don't actually go out of your way to cheat on me. 
Yeah. Um. Then yeah, just like whatever. If a stripper shows up, whatever you go to a strip club, I don't care. It's fine. Yeah. Like, Shade and I have already gone to a strip club like together. And the funniest fucking thing, man, she didn't realize that women actually got naked. <laughs> so like when we went there and obviously women are just walking out with their tits out <laughs> and yeah, she just starts stripping on like the dance floor. No underwear on. She turns to me. She's like, I didn't know they got naked naked. And I was like, it's a strip club. What the fuck do you think they do? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I personally, I don't think she's an asshole because I, I figure if they knew that they were going to a strip club that the fiance hope would know but also at the same time i get where you know what you said it's like let them bring it up yeah you know, or let it happen naturally because yeah, you don't want to start shit and i can i can agree with that too it's not your relationship and think about something before you say it yeah i agree yeah so let's just hope that uh james didn't do anything fucking stupid at that uh at a strip club amen brother so what was a funny story uh i don't know if you've heard it but our next door neighbors like at the corner of clematis and heather mm -hmm. uh the old the people who live there before the current ones his name alex there's alex Duffy and someone else. They had a dog. And my dad's walking Dodger. Dog comes up to my dad. He's like, oh, who's a good Duffy? Whatever. Like, like who's a good Duffy? And the guy behind him, the owner, is like, I'm Duffy. That's Alex. Then <laughs> <laughs> my dad's like, oh. <laughs> Yo, no, fuck off, man. There's no fucking way. Ah, oh, people naming their dogs like human names and then having a non human name like Duffy. Are you fucked? I, that ain't my dad's fault, bro. No, like, no, not at all. But it's just so funny that, <laughs> oh, who's a good Duffy? I'm Duffy. That's Alex. Who <laughs> has a dog named Alex? With the name That's Duffy, what I'm saying it's like, like the only the only dog name that could be a human name is like Steve or Bob, right? Yeah, like something so plain and simple where it's like, okay, it has to be the dog's name. But Alex, fuck off, man. Yeah, no. and of course it would happen to your dad too. Exactly. So like that whole James and Hope situation uh, immediately reminded me of that. Oh my god, no, that's hilarious. <laughs> Who's a good Duffy? I'm, I'm Duff. Duffy. <laughs> My dad's just like, ah. <laughs> like, ah, ah what do I do? Did I ever tell you like um what happened when uh your dad and uh Donnie went to <laughs> went to Michael's together? No. Oh fuck. Okay, so you know how Shaden worked at Michael's, right? Yeah. But she quit a while ago, right? Yeah. I shit you not, probably like a week after she quit, Donnie and Paul went to Michael's. 
and they were just shopping i don't know for some knickknacks or whatever and this was this was late last year and um and obviously they still and even my sister thought Shaden still worked there so paul went up to um Paul went up to the cash register. It was like, so do I get a discount? Because uh, I know that Shaden works here. And they're like, Shaden actually doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> as my as Dottie was like pulling out like the uh, the scan code to get the 15% off, she like immediately turned and like put it away. But just ah, fuck. When Donnie said like that your dad went up and said like oh i know shaden do i get a do i get a discount and immediately turned down hilarious so funny my dad's <laughs> such a loser dude i've same <laughs> my my dad our dads actually let's just say that they are a couple of characters yeah he needs to make a comeback on here oh that's so good but anyways Friday night, I gotta bounce. We gotta get this up ASAP, Rocky. So, absolutely. Uh, where can people follow you, Hayden? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and X at Hayden underscore Barton. Follow me on Instagram, Jevin.lefave, on Twitter at Jevin.lefave. Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok in the link below at left side heavy underscore. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Peace.